0: Hello and welcome to Casey, Crime Photographer, from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The wave that gives
0: that natural look is T-O-N-I, Tony. Tony! Tony, home permanent, the wave that gives that natural look Brings you Crime Photographer. Good evening, everyone. This is Bill Cullen greeting you for Tony Home Permanent and inviting you to listen to another adventure of Casey, Crime Photographer, ace cameraman who covers the crime news of a great city. Written by Alonzo Dean Cole, our adventure for tonight Cupid is a Killer. Early evening in the Blue Note Cafe. Casey and Ann Williams are perched on two tall stools when... Ethelbert! Your phone's ringing!
1: Answer it! It might be important! I'm
2: coming! Just bringing up some Well, Hurry up! I'm coming! I'm coming! Hello? Blue Note Cafe, Ethelbert speaking. Yeah, he's here. Uh, It's for you, Casey, your city uh desk.
3: Hello, Burke. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Williams is here with me right now. Okay, Bert. Right? We'll be right over. Yeah, so long.
1: Now what, Casey?
3: An
2: assignment for you. A murder, maybe? So
3: right you are, Ethelbert. Come on, Annie.
2: Yeah, but who, uh,
3: where... We'll give you the details when we get back. Yeah. So long, pal. <laughs>
0: Have you been wondering how you can afford a new permanent just when you want some new clothes for summer? Well, Tony Home Permanent is your answer. A Tony costs only one dollar, and yet there's no lovelier, longer lasting wave at any price. For Tony gives you this twin guarantee. Your Tony wave is guaranteed to last just as long as the most expensive wave you've ever had. And your Tony is guaranteed to look more natural, or your money back. So get a Tony Home Permanent for only one dollar. With plastic curlers, $2. And save money for new summer clothes by giving yourself the loveliest wave you've ever had with Tony Home Permanent. The wave that gives that natural look.
4: T-O-N-I, Tony.
3: shot by someone who was outside, Logan. The bullet came through that window.
5: That's right, Casey. The killer was across the street in a parked automobile. He used a high-powered rifle. Rifle? Yeah. Uh, he found the slug that went through this guy's skull, a uh, 30 Hmm.
3: I remember two other killings that fit this pattern, Logan. The guys shot in the head from a car with a 30 30 rifle. Yep.
5: I'm thinking of the same two previous killings, Casey. You figure Bat McCoy did the shooting? Sure.
1: Bat McCoy?
5: This is his very successful method of knocking
3: off guys who get in his way, Miss Williams.
5: Of course, I'll have him picked up for questioning, but he'll have a 22-carat alibi ready as usual, and we won't even be able to hold him.
3: you identified the dead guy, Logan?
5: Yeah, he's a young fella, Benny Thrush. He played piano over at Bat McCoy's Purple Slipper
3: Cafe. Why would a big shot like Bat McCoy want to bump off a piano player? I'll tell you.
5: You two know a gal named Valerie Hooper. She used to be a cashier at Schmidt's restaurant. Yeah, we know
1: her. Yeah, we often eat at Schmidt's. Pretty
5: kid, isn't she? Yeah, redhead. Nice, too. What
1: happened to her? We haven't seen her for Two before. months
5: ago, she got married to Benny Thrush. What, this guy? Who's just been killed? Uh, according to what I've heard from my private sources, McCoy fell for Valerie hard. She's not the two-timing sort, so McCoy didn't get anywhere. Now, it's my idea, Casey, that he killed Mr. Benny Thrush in order to have a clear field
3: with Mrs. Benny Thrush. Bad McCoy would do a thing like that.
5: And I'll give you a 10 to 1, Casey, that McCoy will throw a top grade funeral for his ex piano player and will officiate as chief mourner, all to make a hit with Mrs. Benny. Oh, nuts, said we cops can't do a single thing.
3: Not a pretty picture, Logan.
1: But, um, fancy gangster funerals make good newspaper copy, Casey. All
3: right. Annie, you and I are going to attend that funeral.
1: Quite a crowd outside the undertaker's. Yeah,
3: funerals with murder victims always pull an overflow audience. Well, let's go.
1: Oh, we'll see the murderer inside, Casey. He'll be comforting the widow. Yeah.
3: McCoy had a perfect alibi, just as Logan figured. The cops couldn't do a thing with him. Do
1: you suppose that Valerie, Mrs. Thrush knows that McCoy... No, I
3: doubt it. Of course, the cops haven't tipped her their hand by letting her know what they suspect. Mm. Hey, look at that. Hmm? Logan's planted some of his undercover guys here detective Yeah, the big fellow in the gray suit. He's one.
1: I've never seen him before.
3: Well, he's new on the homicide squad. He's a nice guy, too.
1: Also young and uh, very good-looking.
3: Her name's Throckmorton. Throckmorton? Clarence oh, no, Throckmorton. There can't be a yeah. cop named Clarence Throckmorton. Well, tell the other cops feel about it. They call him Kansas. That's where he comes from. Wait, I'll introduce you. Hey, Kansas. Huh? Oh, hello, Gazy. Glad to see you. And let me present Detective Throckmorton. Kansas... It's Miss William, She reports of Express. Pleased to know you, Miss Williams.
1: And to know you.
3: Logan's detailed you here to watch Bat McCoy, I suppose. Yeah, the captain figures we just might hear or see something that will help us to get that skunk out. I if you will. Yes, yeah, so do I. You know the widow that murdered fella, is one of the prettiest little women I ever seen. She looks a nice.
1: <laughs> Casey and I think she's very nice, Mrs. Rockmorton.
3: Hey, you talk like you know her. Yeah, we knew her before she got married. You did? Yeah. She inside now? No, I reckon she's up here in a minute or two. Funeral procession's due to start pretty soon. Yeah, I want to take some pictures before it starts. Annie, let's get inside. Okay. See you later, Kansas. Yeah, sure. I'll be around.
1: Casey, the chapel's crowded. It's
3: crowded with rats. Most of the mourners are gorillas that work for McCoy. Hey, you with that camera. You're talking to me? Yeah. Get out. We ain't having no pictures taken. I'm from the Morning Express. I up. don't care where you're from. What's I said you. What's going you'd... on there? Hello, Bat. Hello, oh. Casey. Bat, will you tell this muscle man of yours that I'd like a couple of shots of the coffin and flowers? Yeah, it's okay, Dean. All right.
4: Everybody clear away from the coffin. This fellow's going to take a picture that'll be in the papers. Yeah, thanks, Bat. What do you say to the send-off I'm giving poor little Benny thrush? Huh? That bronze coffin alone set me back five grand. Yeah, looks like it cost that much. Get a load of that full-size piano all made out of expensive flowers. Yeah. It's my going-away present, the poor little Benny. You suppose made poor little Benny go way back. I wished I knew, Casey. Say, get that flower piano in your picture. Benny's widow would like it. Yeah, okay, I'll get it in. That does it. Say,
3: isn't that Benny's widow coming in? Yeah, I gotta go to the poor kid. She needs me to lean on. Uh, come on, Annie. Let's you and me get to the widow, too. She
1: looks terribly broken up, Casey. How are
3: you feeling today, Valerie?
1: I'm all right, Mr. McCoy.
3: Hello, Valerie. <laughs>
1: Remember us? Oh, Miss Williams and and Casey. Oh, I'm I'm so glad to see you, too. Hey,
3: what? Kid, we want to extend our sincerest sympathy.
1: If we can do anything for you, you just let us know. Thank you both.
4: If Mrs. Thrush needs anything, she'll call on me. When did you people get to know each other? Quite a
3: while ago, Ben. Valerie, the paper's running a spread on your husband's funeral. Mind if I shoot a picture of you?
4: All right, Casey. Take your picture.
3: Thank you. just stand as you are. That's... That's right. Hold it. Got it. Thank hey, you. Hey, boss. Yeah? Uh, the undertaker just told me the preacher's here. You want to say a few words before the church guy begins? Huh? Of course I'm going
4: to say some words about my pal,
3: Benny.
4: I ain't going to let this little lady's husband be stuck into the ground without I tell the world how much I thought of him. Come with me, pal. I need her rat's and rat's. But that McCoy is the worst. the same thing you are, Casey.
1: is you there some way to make that louse pay for what he's done and wants to do?
3: Mind if I stand here with you? Huh? Oh. That have you can't
1: That McCoy's about to deliver a eulogy, Mrs. Rockmore.
3: Yeah, he came inside here to listen. Ain't she the prettiest little woman? Who? Well, the widow, Mrs. Benny Thrush. Oh. Pipe yes. right down, everybody. Bat McCoy's gonna say a few words. This we gotta hear. Yeah, tell that guy at the organ we had enough out of him.
4: Folks! <clears throat> with tears in my eyes, I stand before you to speak a last goodbye to my pal.
3: Yes, sir. Prettiest little woman I ever seen.
4: Benny Drush was like a brother. To his widow and to all of you, I ain't ashamed to say I love this guy. Lazy and now, Sir Stephen Cole.
3: She's a nice woman, too.
4: Friends, my pal Benny was a sweet character. Folks who don't know me say I'm Hard boiled, and
2: tough. But you see a guy before you... Fat McCoy talked over that coffin for almost an hour about how much he thought of the late Benny Thrush, huh, Casey?
3: That's right, (sighs) Ethel. And was it hard to take?
2: Mm, I can sure imagine, Miss Williams. It's a dirty shame the cops can't do anything. Three killings... I guess to make a case, the cops would have to find the gun practically right in his murdering hands, wouldn't they? Yeah. Man, there ain't much chance of him doing
3: that. But one chance in a million, I guess. Elliberg, tell the waiter to bring me some coffee, will you? Okay. Miss Williams?
1: Uh, yeah, please.
3: Will you have that coffee on me? Uh, Kansas. Kansas, Mr. Brockmore. Hello, Miss Williams. yeah uh, Casey, the folks at your office told me I'd probably find you here at this Blue Note Cafe. You so were looking so for can... me, Kansas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ethelbert, shake hands with Detective Throckmorton.
2: Detective Throck? <laughs> this is the first time I ever met a cop by the name of Throckmorton. It's kind of funny. <laughs>
3: this is the first time I ever met a bartender by the name of Ethelbert.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's funny about that? <sighs>
3: Yeah, say, Casey, that was a mighty fine picture you took at the funeral yesterday. I saw it this morning in the paper. Yeah, that shot of the coffin on McCoy's floral piano. It didn't turn out pretty good at that. Ca- oh, that picture. Yeah. Which picture are you talking about? Oh, well, I... Uh, Miss Williams, I know this ain't very polite, but do you mind if I take Casey out the side door there for a minute? It's uh, a private police business.
1: No, go ahead. I don't mind at all.
3: Oh, thank you, ma'am. If you don't mind, Casey... No, I'm right with you, Kansas. No one will hear us out here now. What's it all about? Why, oh, uh. Casey, I'm going to ask you a big favor. Huh? Yeah? That, that fine picture of Benny Thrush's widow is in the paper. Oh, that was the picture that you. Yeah, were. that was. Well, now, will you make me a print of it, Casey? Like uh, it goes into frame. Uh, uh, sure, I will. Yeah, but why do you cops want it? Well, uh, us cops don't want it. Only me. Well, oh, you? Yeah, this is the personal, Casey. Oh. I guess I'm a little slow. You like the widow's looks, huh? I ain't gonna lie to you. She's the prettiest little woman I ever did see. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, have you gotten acquainted with her yet? No, no. But I i was just thinking, uh, if it ain't asking you too much, will you introduce me someday all formal and proper like... Yeah, look, Kansas. Hasn't anybody told you that Bat McCoy suspected of bumping off Valerie's husband so he could make a wedding march play for the widow? Well, all of us cops suspect that. And you want to try to cut in on that killer? Casey, when I get a fear to skunks, I'll resign from the police department. Well... That's the way you feel. I'll get you acquainted with Mrs. Thrush tomorrow. Uh, Casey, I won't ever be able to pay you for this big favor. You've already paid me, Kansas. Yeah, she give me an idea. Well, look, our coffee's getting cold, Kansas. Guess we better get back inside. Yeah. Oh, well, say. <laughs> hey, that's Bill Cullen talking to Miss Williams. Hey, come on over. I'll introduce you. All right.
1: Well, back again?
3: Ah, hello, Bill. Bill, I want you to meet the new detective on the police force, Clarence Throckmorton. Uh, Clarence
0: Throckmorton? <laughs> Don't say it. Just call me Kansas, Bill. <laughs>
3: Fair enough,
1: Kansas. You can call Bill Curly.
0: Oh, now, Ann, what have I done to deserve that nickname? You
1: see, Kansas, we always tease Bill about having an eye for, uh, curly headed women. Oh, me too,
2: Mr. Cullen. Nothing I admire like real naturally curly hair.
0: Except maybe real natural curly blonde hair. You better watch out, Ithabird. You can be fooled, you know. Today you just can't tell which is the girl with the natural curl and which is the girl with the tony. Many a girl with a tony has been asked if she had naturally curly hair. That's because gentle tony waves actually look and feel like naturally curly hair. Those lovely deep waves comb into place so easily the soft ringlet ends curl around your finger. No harshness, no frizzy stage to live through when you have a Tony. Because even on the very first day, a Tony wave looks soft and lustrous and natural. You can give yourself a Tony tomorrow, and tomorrow night have hair so lovely, people will think you were born with a natural wave. Just remember, only Tony gives you this twin guarantee. Your Tony wave is guaranteed to last just as long as the most expensive wave you've ever had. And your Tony is guaranteed to look more natural or your money back. So it's no wonder more than two million women each month choose Tony Home Permanent.
2: More than two million? Mm Mm-hmm. That's
0: a lot of women. Yes, each month another two million women have lovely, long-lasting Tony waves. How about you? (laughs)
3: See, I don't like your idea at all. Yeah, but it's beginning to work, Logan. And sooner than I expected, it, too. It's just a couple of months since I introduced Kansas to Valerie Thrush, but the guy is so honestly crazy about her that I think she's already gotten that way about him. And what's more important, Bat McCoy has found out about it. And boy, is he burning!
5: I know McCoy's sore. Uh-huh. The men I have tailing him report that he followed Kansas home last night and took a very thoughtful gander at the windows of the house. Well,
3: that's swell. He's getting ready to pull something. Yeah.
5: He follows his standard grudge murder pattern. He's getting ready to pull that thirty thirty
3: out of his hiding place, which is exactly what we want. We
5: want to find that rifle in McCoy's hands, Casey, and we want to find him attempting another murder with it. But we
3: don't want him to commit that murder. Look, I've got that all figured out, Logan, and I got the answers. Yeah. Now look, we're almost certain now that McCoy is planning to rub out Kansas, and it's a thousand to one that he'll make the try in his usual way. His usual successful yes, way. Yes, but this time we pick the time and the place. Well, yeah, if we can do it, we can. The time will be tomorrow night and the place, Mrs. Thrush's apartment. Mrs. Thrush's apartment? She lives on the first floor with nice big windows facing the street, Logan. Now, McCoy, watching from a parked car across the street, is going to see something in that apartment. It'll make him use that 30-30.
5: You're going to arrange for the killer to be
3: there and see things. Uh-huh. And you'll be hiding close enough to nab him with the goods. Mind giving me the complete details? Said, I'll be very glad to, pal. And even a dumb cop like yourself will see what a sense this is going to be. Uh, tell the dumb cop more. Okay, now, listen... Kansas knows he's in danger from that, but he doesn't know that we've deliberately planned to set him up as a decoy. Excuse me, you've deliberately All planned... All right, okay, I've deliberately planned. We'll come clean with Kansas tomorrow morning and give him the whole set You up. mean you'll come clean with All him? All right, I'll come clean. Now, look, Valerie so far doesn't know a thing. She doesn't even suspect that McCoy gave her husband the works. We need plenty of cooperation from her now, Logan. So we... I mean, I... I am going to her apartment this evening give her the complete picture... And tell her what she has to do to help us. Before you
5: continue, you're sure she will help us? Well, of course she will.
3: Sure, she'll even thank me for the chance to do it. Well, Valerie, that's the whole story, full and complete.
1: It's been a pretty horrible story, Mr. Casey. I simply can't believe that you and the police have suspected all along that... That Bat McCoy killed my husband because because of me.
3: Yeah, kid. Now I've told you how that you can help us to make him pay for what he did.
1: You've told me a lot of things, but but some of them you tried to cover up. Huh? Kansas. Mr. Clarence Throckmorton. You brought him here. He was nice to me. He, He made me like him, trust him. Not because he liked me, but... But because you and he wanted the glory of solving a crime.
3: Glory? Hey, Valerie, I
1: don't want to hear another word from you. All right, Mr. Casey. I'll help the law catch the killer of my husband. When Bat McCoy phones me this evening, as he always does, I'll make a date with him for tomorrow night. Then, later, I'll break it and let him know that Mr. Throckmorton will be here in his place. I'll do everything you've asked me to. But I never want to see you again, Mr. Casey. Me, well, Valerie, listen. Get out it? of this house. But, Valerie. Get they... out and tell Mr. Clarence Throckmorton that I hate him. I hate him.
5: I hate him. I hate uh. him. So, Mrs. Benny Thrush didn't? Thank you for the chance to help us, Casey. Ah, she practically threw
3: me out of her apartment, Logan. Yeah, but she did promise to do what I asked her, though. Her
5: help won't do any good unless you get full cooperation from Kansas. And he isn't going to feel too friendly when he hears I have wrecked his romance. Well, let me worry about that. Okay. Maybe you better worry a little about selling him on the job he's got to do tomorrow night. That
3: won't be any trouble at all. We'll see in
5: just an hour from now when he reports here at my
3: office. (laughs) No, Captain Logan. I won't have no part of this scheme of Casey's. Valerie might get hurt. Look, she'll be 100% safe, Kansas. That's what you say. You sure, Kansas, this scheme is foolproof. It don't sound that way to me. Logan, will you convince this chump? Me, Casey? Now, look here. It's time to stop kidding and needling each other. We're out to get a three-time killer, aren't we? Yes, we are.
5: And I think your scheme is sound. Detective Throckmorton. Yes, Captain? Now, this is an order. You'll do exactly as Casey has requested. I won't do it, sir. You won't? No, sir. You know what that means.
3: Yes, sir. Here's my gun. Here's my shield. Well, no, no.
5: Look here, man. When you joined the force, you
3: assumed a duty. You can't just. I never and... assume no duty of putting a woman in bad danger, and I am quitting. I'm no longer a cop. You're going to Valerie's apartment to persuade her right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. Oh, I've seen enough of women to know that you might persuade her, and I'm not giving it a chance. Casey. I feel like a skunk for hitting him, Logan. It's the only way to save our plan, Chump! This KO you handed him won't last more than a minute or two. It's long enough to put him in charge of your police surgeon. Police? Yes, yeah, sur- sure. Under medical observation for the next several hours. see what do you Look, have d- the doc strap into a bed, will you, in your emergency hospital here at headquarters, and keep him there until after we do our stuff tonight. I can't pull a phony like that. If you don't, we lose our chance to get McCoy, Logan. Everything's set. Can't let Kansas spoil it. Kansas is the guy McCoy wants to kill. Kansas and I are the same size. We've got the same color hair. If I put on his clothes and McCoy sees only Wait, my back... you? Wait. Sure, sure. From across the street, he'll be certain that I'm Kansas. Uh,
5: okay, Casey. i right. get the dark and give him his orders. But is Kansas going to be sore at you? Yeah,
3: he'll be sore at me. Valerie is sore at me. Uh, uh-oh. I just thought of more trouble. Uh. The gimmick of our scheme is that McCoy's going to see Kansas and Valerie pull a hot Hollywood kiss. You don't think she'll do it with you? No, well, what I'm worried about is that Ann Williams will be with you tonight, Logan. So what? Well, she's on an out-of-town assignment right now. I can't get hold of her to explain my substituting for Kansas. And if, if things aren't explained before she finds out that I'm the guy that she'll be seeing making woo-woo with Valerie, well, uh, he's going to get the wrong idea. To... Hey. Is possible. Well, it's a certainty. Think
5: no more about it, Casey. When she meets me tonight, I'll explain everything. Logan, can I depend on that? Of course. I don't always trust you in personal matters. Well, now, if that isn't a fine thing to say to a pal. <laughs> Are you
1: sure Bat McCoy is in that sedan, Captain Logan?
5: Positive, Miss Williams. McCoy's in the back seat.
1: Watching those windows across the street as we are.
5: You and Bat are watching those windows. I'm keeping my eyes mostly on that sedan, watching for the end of a rifle barrel to make its appearance.
1: You well, know, you'll have to move awfully fast if and when it does. If McCoy has a chance to fire at Kansas' my man head... and
5: I are prepared to move fast, Miss Williams.
1: Well, of course, McCoy can't do anything until Kansas shows himself behind one of those windows again.
5: What's happening there?
1: Why, it's just uh, uh, one
5: minute uh, to nine. He'll show himself in one minute.
1: This was Casey's scheme. He must know the time you and Kansas set. Sure, Casey, knows. Well, then why isn't he here?
5: Well, I've told you. He said he'd join us in time to get pictures. Well, where do you suppose he is? I have no idea. Yeah. Only 30 seconds, huh? yeah. Watch that window on the right, Miss Williams.
1: Yeah, yeah I am. Kansas and Valerie have been out of sight all this time. You think they've been uh, mixing romance with the business, Captain?
5: Could be. You know how it is when a guy and a gal get together. And
1: Valerie's a beautiful gal. Any
5: man could fall for a gal like Valerie. Those oh, redheads are dynamite.
1: So I've heard. Captain, I see Valerie behind that window now. And Kansas with his back toward us. Watch
5: that, Carmen. Quite right
1: oh What they're doing behind that window... Is that five-star embrace part of the script,
5: Captain? Yeah, that guy is really putting personality into
1: it. I'll say. And apparently, he's done a lot of
5: rehearsing. Sure looks that way, Miss Williams. They're breaking it up now. This ought to be it, man. McCoy wouldn't hurt the girl, but now he can line his sights on the guy alone. Uh, it is it. He
3: fired that right. Get him, man. Why did you
1: wait so long? Why'd you give him the chance to shoot? He's killed Kansas.
3: We got the rat, Captain. Hot gun's still in his mitt. The driver of his car too. You dirty cop, you framed
5: me. You framed yourself, McCoy, and right into the hot seat. Why did
3: you let him shoot,
1: Captain? Why'd you let him kill he Kansas?
5: He didn't kill anyone tonight, Miss Julia. But I saw all him. All you saw and all McCoy saw was the reflection of a man and woman in a specially placed. Mirror. Mirror? <laughs> when Valerie and her uh, boyfriend seemed to be directly behind that window, they were really in another part of the room where a bullet from out here couldn't possibly hit him.
3: Oh. Hey, Logan, you're standing in front of McCoy. Move away. I want his picture. Oh, Casey. Yeah, hello, Annie. Yeah. there's one shot, and I'll take another one. Well,
1: Casey, that gray suit you have on... Uh, yeah,
3: Kansas' clothes fit me okay, don't they, Annie?
1: Kansas' clothes?
3: Yeah, hold her for another picture, will you, boys? That does not
1: you were the man we've been watching in that apartment. I can't
3: sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, you you, you double crosser.
3: D- Logan. Didn't you explain? Oh, I'm
5: such a dumb cop, Casey. I forgot. Oh, you double crosser. Good night.
3: Annie. Annie, where are you going?
1: I've a story to phone to the paper, Mr. Casey. Never wait for me, will you? I'm not going your way. Ever again. Annie, you gotta listen. Good
3: night. Pal. I'll fix you for this, Logan. Just you wait. Annie!
1: For soft water shampooing, use Tony Cream Shampoo. Even in the hardest
0: water, Tony Cream Shampoo. Yes, even in the hardest water, Tony Cream Shampoo gives soft water shampooing that rinses away dandruff instantly. Leaves hair so soft, so smooth, so shining clean. Today, bring out the sparkling beauty of your hair with Tony Cream Shampoo. Get the handy tube or a jar. Tony Cream Shampoo. It's for you.
2: Miss Williams ain't even speaking to you, huh,
3: Casey? No I guess she's off me for life, Ethelbert
2: That was certainly a dirty trick that Logan played
3: Well, I can't blame him, really I've stuck the needle into him so many times That's so Well, you don't have to agree with me
2: Gee, and you're also in wrong with Mrs. Valerie Thrush and Uh, Detective Throckmorton. Yeah, plenty. They tell me that Throckmorton is the best two-fisted fighter in the department. Huh? They say he spends a couple hours every day in the gymnasium. And you do most of your training leaning on this bar, Casey. uh, Still in all, it ought to be a fight worth watching. Will you shut up? Why, Casey? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, here's Detective Throckmorton now. Uh, Kansas? Yeah, Miss Williams and Mrs. Valerie Thrush are with him. Wait, they're uh, all, all together? And all
3: looking very mean. Uh, yeah, I see. Hello, Casey. Uh, hello, Kansas.
1: Hello, Casey. Uh,
3: glad to see you, Annie.
1: Hello, Mr. Casey.
3: Hi. Good evening, pa. Mrs. Thrush. We've been looking for you.
1: Yes. And now we found
3: you. Now, look here. You I... sucked me after trying to turn Valerie against Now, listen, Kansas. You listen to us. You
1: really hit Kansas and had him locked up so you could take his
3: place, Casey. Annie, I You've swear, double-crossed I... all of us, Casey. I'm not going to take any more You're of this. You're taking plenty more. Shall I give it to you here or will you step outside? Come on outside, Kansas. I tried to give the three of you honest explanations and you haven't even listened to me. Come on outside. Oh, Casey, let me give it to you here. But, huh?
1: <laughs> Let him, Casey. Yes, Valerie and I want to watch. <laughs>
3: so do I, Casey. So what? What? What is here, this pal? I'm giving you first look at the engagement ring I've just bought, Valerie.
1: And I'm giving you this kiss for bringing Kansas and me together.
3: Yeah. Gee.
1: Hey, okay. now give me a chance, Valerie. Annie. Uh-
3: Annie (laughs) You you double crossers I have another, Casey
5: Logan Hello, Hello. (laughs)
2: pal And me too, Casey Uh, You were in this too, Ethelbert? Uh Uh-huh And, uh, now what'll it be, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Casey, this celebration will be on you
0: Crime Photographer, starring Stotz Cotsworth as Casey, is produced and directed by John Dietz. Written by Alonzo Dean Cole and is based on the fictional character of Flashgun Casey, created by George Harmon Cox. Original music by Archie Blyer, and the program features Miss Jan Minor as Ann, and John Gibson as Ethelbert. Herman Chittison is the Blue Note pianist. This is Bill Cullen asking you to listen again next week at this same time to another exciting adventure of Crime Photographer, also inviting you to listen to this is Nora Drake, radio's thrilling serial romance, heard every Monday through Friday over most of these stations. Consult your local newspaper for the exact time. Both these programs brought to you each week by Tony Home Permanent, the wave that gives that natural look, and the new Tony Cream Shampoo, for soft water shampooing even in the hardest water. And now stay tuned for the Hallmark Playhouse starring Richard Widmark in Enchanted Cottage, which follows immediately over most of these CBS stations. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week. The Columbia Broadcasting System.